Hello? Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need my speakerphone on because I'm trying to make a coffee. <laughs> Go ahead, la. I've you got the questions. Yeah, I can hear you, yeah. I don't particularly want to do any editing, like, so this what is the hell? Just... Yeah, yeah, we'll leave that in. <laughs> I'd listen to it. I'm here. Oh, yeah. How are you, mate? I'm all right. I'm needing a coffee, though. Why? Why? Yeah. Because I'm a, a musician. I didn't get in until three in the morning, and I've been in bed all morning, and I need to wake up and give myself a dose of caffeine. There you go. What, what were you last night, then? What were you doing last night? Uh, I was a wedding um, band, followed by I was a kick-ass DJ for an hour at the end of it, and uh, I'm going to... I'm going to... The phone. No, I've done it. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you, yeah. All right, all right. There's a professional shit here. Yeah? No, we, I, I don't understand all these podcasters who need fucking super boss mics. No, well, the thing is, you see, you're about to hear my Nespresso machine. That's okay. It's all part of it. You'll, you know, it's all the ambient sounds. I'm sitting in a, a tiny little um, office in Chester train station. So... You're on a break. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just, well, I'm spare today and I've walked in and been given a job. So I've had to come to Chester to take a train to crew to put it on the shed to go back to Liverpool in a taxi. So it's so, a bunch like, is, is it all kind of, uh, do I have to just like bang through the questions and then fuck off or is this just a chat or what? <laughs> well, it's a bit of both, you know what I mean? I've got about, um, got about an hour to kill. Um, <laughs> So I don't know if we'll yeah we'll 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 do the questions but we'll chat as well you know what I mean because there's tangents galore in our lives isn't it we are a tangent based fucking conglomerate yeah you know what I'm, um, so yeah I've just I've just recorded this week's my bench and just put it out um oh just yeah I don't know it, when, when you put stuff out, it goes out instantly on Spotify, obviously, because it's owned by Spotify. But then it takes it since they took over, mine have been publishing pretty straight away on Pacific Fest. Um, yeah. About, about a day, Anchor. Yeah, yeah. It takes about two hours to go through the system on Apple. No. But um, Spotify's pretty much immediate. So... Yeah. And then it, it depends where your app is getting its feed from. So... A lot of apps use iTunes and Apple, so they don't appear for two hours, but... Technical bollocks. Technical bollocks, really. Yeah. So, right, let's just start anyway. Let's just go with the first question. I had a quick read through them. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I've got them now, so because I took a photo of them on my way phone so I can look at them. Um, I don't know, did I ever have have you on this in the past? I do think I remember sitting in my car in Banff on my way somewhere. Oh, okay. But that so, must have been a while I ago. I mean, it, a lot's happened since you were last interviewed, Dan. So big, major changes in your life uh, for listeners to your podcast. But nothing's probably changed apart on this first question. What's your nickname? Well, see, I don't know if I've actually got one, but I know what I used to be called at school and I fucking hate it. Um, Go on. Well, it was either Brillo Pad or Brill Cream. Or, <laughs> oh, I can't fucking remember. But actually, my I, the kids at one of my placements gave me a nickname, which I quite liked, uh, but it doesn't seem to have followed me, was Sonic. Because I had, like, spiky hair, but it's kind of got... Spiky hair, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Stuff, so. That's quite a good one, to be honest, Sonic. Um, yeah. I had to call you 8 Milk, to be honest. 8 Milk. 8 Milk? 8. 8. Right, and yeah, you can explain that to me. 8 Milk, brilliant! Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's what I had to call you for. Yeah, that, that's why I'm just I'm just frothing at me oat milk for me salty caramel cookie uh, latte. <laughs> so, right, I've got an espresso. So, is that a syrup you're adding into it? Yeah. Uh, well, my daughter works for McDonald's, and they had a load of leftover salty caramel syrup when it went. Oh so, man. Um, 
but yeah, uh, basically I've got a, uh, what do you call it, a, an Aerochino 3 that came with it, and I just fluff yeah. up some milk and stick a scoop of syrup in with it, and I've got a Caramel Cookie Virtuo capsule, and uh, yeah. Do you have a double bubble? Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to answer that until you explain what you mean. Like used two Nespresso pods? Oh, I used to when I was when I just had the capsule machine, but I've got a Virtuo now, so it's just the two hundred and thirty mil. Is that the uh, the round like uh, yeah. dome? Oh, yeah. that's fucking fancy. I've got the old fashioned one. Well, they did. Uh, like, yeah, my my daughter's got both because I gave her my old one when they bought me one for Christmas. They did a ninety nine quid deal where you got that plus your um, Aerochino machine and. Uh, two months of free subscription credit on Nespresso and bollocks like that. So, um, so I can't give up my coffee now because it would be rude. And you, you can't buy them anywhere else, can you? Them pods, you've got to get yeah, them. Right. No, no, because I was looking up trying to get the grind ones, uh, not grinder, yeah. the, um, the compostable ones, but they only do them in the standard capsules. Because didn't they lose some sort of core case, and that's why you can get? You know, I've oh, got the yeah. original. And oh, that's really? why you can get them yeah. everywhere, all fucking cheap and everything like that. So I'll use them. Is that, that why they got... made the Virtuo ones? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they've, they're, they're watertight, so there's no loopholes in that one. Because yeah. I'm using Asda's own pods at the moment, and they're all right. Well, yeah, I like. See, when I had the normal, the standard ones, I ordered some dirt cheap ones from Amazon, and they were, like, sealed with, like, tin foil on top, and they were shit. I had oh. to use about three pods for every cup. So it wasn't yeah. cheap. Have you, and there's a new Nespresso machine out now as well. Oh, that's better. Oh, get me a syringe out. What? There's a new <laughs> Nespresso machine, yeah. Um, it looks fucking space age, mate, like off Star Trek. Are we going to get some freebies off of uh, Nescafe, Nestle, or wherever they are? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Unless the one one of the twenty listeners is the chief executive of Nespresso. How the fuck did you get twenty listeners? I don't know, mate. Do you know what, mate? Right? Do you know you what? Me that. I went dark, didn't I, on this podcast? Um, so, like, on the literally on the day I was getting my vaccine for mm. COVID. So, would have been March last year, maybe? No. That reminds no. me. Do you, remember, do you remember when uh, Ryan started his lockdown podcast? Yeah, right yeah, yeah. And there was about yeah. two episodes and that was it. Yeah, because he went mad then, didn't he, and started sucking himself off. Oh, did he? Yeah. We could have podcasted that. I know. Could have sent us a video, like. But um, my last episode was just... Um, I liked them episodes that I put out where it was just sound, just noise, just ambient oh, yeah. noise. Yeah. It was about 20 minutes in my back garden on the morning <laughs> that I went to get my vaccine. And oh, um, that episode had to, over 250 downloads. All right, a bit of consumer research here. See see my oh. podcast. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I talk bollocks in the car a lot and I put the odd track out. But then occasionally I have a really good show where I think, fuck it, I'm going to put the whole lot on. Um, but yeah. I usually stick it at the end of the episode so people can just switch it off if they want to. Uh, yeah. Does that work? Because it's like you end up with a three-hour-long episode sometimes. Yeah, because I, mean, I don't listen to it. Yeah. You know, so it's better. I mean, you could always do it as a standalone thing. Well, I'm just thinking actually, if I did, uh, if I did put just one track on from it, people are more likely to listen to it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I um, I, I listen to the first few minutes of it just yeah. to get the gist of it. Um, yeah. Like you, you, you didn't you put a whole concert of some band on or something the other month? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, Embrace. Was it? Well, it might have been, yeah. Or was it one song or so? Well, I'm not into Embrace, I'm not asked. Yeah. And uh, but it, it is boss listening to you as a. I mean, and I love the way that you on the last episode you explained that the music is going to be heavily trumpet influenced. Oh, <laughs> Because you're literally recording from that part of the orchestra, yeah. and it was fucking boss, mate. <laughs> Sound. Um, fucking, I mean, it just goes to show sometimes though it's a bit of a fucking nightmare actually getting it together because you you can't always hear everything properly in the pit. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it just shows you we sitting in the audience have got no idea of the work that in, that's involved in yeah. putting on a show. But listening to your show helps you appreciate all the work that goes into it. Anyway, this is your show, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, but it was fucking tangent, aren't we? Um, <laughs> so, my second question you probably answered on the last episode, but where are you from? Leeds. Fucking weird, that. How does a man <laughs> from Leeds end up north of the wall in Aberdeen area? I only lived there till I was seven. And then... Wow. Um, and then my parents split up, so we moved down to Northamptonshire, where I spent most of my childhood. And I spent a couple of years in London. And then um, after 10 years of um, basically taking drugs and paying off debts, I decided to have a fresh start and moved up to Scotland. Well, no, it's a bit of a longer story than that, but I met somebody online and um, in, in the Muse chat room, um, there's a there's a bit of a story behind that. Are you interested? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always interested, well, mate. Okay. So that that ten years that I spent driving taxis was basically after I bummed out of college, um, after just like getting disillusioned with the whole classical training world and getting into drugs and shit uh, and debt. But I wasn't a junkie. I just um, abused a bit and, and got out of actually doing anything. What what was your drugs of choice? Um. Well, I did a lot of just smoking the wacky backy, but but my absolute favourite was LSD. So wow, have you um, done that? So what what is a trip like? Uh, it depends who you're with. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had um, like the kind of uh, mad kind of universal kind of um, changing everything in your kind of whole mental outlook basically a religious experience um and i've also had um total panic when i did actually the worst trip i ever had was um on my own taking do you remember when music festivals used to sell legal highs i can't remember what they're called i think it might uh, be legal highs <laughs> you buy, like, a, a bag of these like ma- fuck off massive capsule things that were called something like space cadets or something like that yeah. and uh and I went to V2001, I think it was, on my own, um, and took a bag full of these at night. And um, I'm not joking, I'd spent the whole fucking night in my tent, like, shitting myself. Um, basically, paranoia or shitting yourself? No, no, no paranoia. Um, I thought the police, I, I thought I could hear the police going past all the time. Um, and, and like in the morning, to the point that in the morning I took a nugget of, uh, I took about a, a quarter ounce of um, wacky backy with me. And do they call it that anymore? I feel so old. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's everywhere now, isn't it? Always when I'm paranoid, I went yeah. and handed the thing in to security the next morning. <laughs> and fuck's sake, the rest of the weekend I had to be sober. <laughs> oh, that's mental. So, right, you said there about the the religious life-changing trip. How does that visualise itself in your head? Is it like a vision or is it just... Uh, just... Well, vi- visually, it was uh, basically... Uh, visually, I would say it was just like... <sighs> they do it really well on some of these films where they try to kind of emulate it, where you see the like there was a flag that i had on my wall opposite my bed that i just sit staring at for fucking god knows how long but basically it would be like gradually kind of spinning but like almost in you know when you get that sort of stop motion where you're only doing like sort of 10 frames a second or something where it's just like and and you like if you move your head quickly you get something like visual echoes where you still kind of um i suppose it depends on what what it is that you're taking but um, there was one where when I was um, back in Northamptonshire and uh, <laughs> I was delivering pizzas it wasn't for the well-known pizza chain that I have recently delivered pizzas for this was back in back in the day when I was in my early 20s and I I, uh, I took one when I was driving which was fucking stupid because like half an hour later I just had to clock off for the night but it was like um the cars that were parked at the side of the road it was like the colors were just kind of leaking out of the cars and sort of 
dripping onto the road. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, I, I've I've never done. I've I've smoked pot for one crazy summer, basically, mm. um, and I only did it a few times. It wasn't a daily occurrence, mm. and I can't wait to retire. To be honest, I don't know if yeah. I would do. I don't know if I'd be um, able to do LSD or anything like. All mushrooms. I've been told how, how good mushrooms are. Yeah, you got to have you got to have a good couple of days spare, and you got to be with good company. That you know, if you do get into a panic attack, they're going to help you through it. Because, I mean, things like um, the mate I was with at the time, um, we took together, and and I was like sort of I couldn't move. I was just like lying on the bed, and I, I was convinced that I was on a train track, and there was a train about to Whoa. run me over, and I was panicking like. And he was, he was just like, oh no, don't worry, mate, don't worry. Just look, look down to your right. There's like a tunnel just to your right, and it's just going to go underneath you. He was like, oh yeah, That's wow. And it was just like, that, just really calmed me down, you know. That is mental. Uh, but if you're with the wrong people, they can like deliberately try to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. The train's going to kill you, mate. Do you know what? I yeah. Well, actually, because when I went back to the shop after uh, when I was. Uh, driving that time they had me instead of driving they had me chopping up peppers and stuff for the pizzas and I was like I couldn't even do that because I was stood there thinking I could be literally chopping my fingers up here and I wouldn't know you know Um, but the best the best one actually was when like a couple of years after I'd left college I went down to um, a mate of mine lives in Eastbourne I think it is and there's a place there called Paradise Point I think it's called that which is basically a big hill that overlooks I might be wrong about this. It's some vague memories from ages ago, but we basically just went up to this hill overlooking Eastbourne um, uh, in the evening as it was getting dark and took something called Gold Link. And basically just spent a few hours up there just smoking. And I'm not joking, when we came back down the hill afterwards at the end of the night, it was like... I was actually part of the Beatles song, Helter Skelter, because we kept going down the <laughs> But we were kind of going round the hill at the same time, and it was just like, hang on, this is going on for fucking ever, and it just felt like we were going on this like downward spiral down the hill. It was like, it's like what the fuck's going on? <laughs> anyway. So instead of doing a quarter mile down the hill, yeah. we did like seven miles down the hill. Yeah, and then we're back at the guy's house, um, and there's like, you know them big plants in people's gardens that look like massive great rhubarb plants? Yeah. They were they were like all at the bottom of his garden and they were like moving and they were like making sounds all like different pitched foghorns. <laughs> yeah. I mean maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. Um Right. Now we what is post. <laughs> Yeah. What is your first memory? Gone. Where's he gone, lad? Let's end the call. On. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, that was weird. My screen timed out. Did Ooh. my sound time out as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll have to keep an eye on that then. I'll keep my screen alive. I've got a screen, keep screen on app. Are you still there now? Yeah, yeah, still here now, yeah. Right, okay, my no screen off has been activated. Right. Wow. Um, yeah, so from before that, there's a couple of really vague memories, and I can't even remember where it was, but there was like a, it was somewhere on the coast. We were on holiday. They're both from holidays, actually. Um, yeah. And there was a, like some steps going down to, down to the sea. I think it might have been somewhere like St. Ives or it's Saint something. I don't know. But there was some steps going down to the sea, and I wasn't allowed to go down there. But my brother went down with my dad. Um, because the steps were too big and I was literally, I would, you know, I wouldn't have made it, yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, the other one, which is really vague, is I'm sure, I think we might have been going to Jersey or something on holiday and we stopped at like a, a motel or something on the way. And, and I'm pretty sure me and my brother were left in the hotel room while my mum and dad went off to to have dinner in the in the hotel restaurant which like back in the 70s was probably perfectly normal but oh mate absolutely um kerry's kerry's family used to go on coaches to spain and all that and he'd, yeah. have to, he'd be with friends basically without being too crude oh. about it like maddie mccann 
Um, yeah. So you'd all be together, there'd be a big gang of them, and the kids would get left in the rooms, and yeah. the parents would just go on the piss. And well, obviously, they're not five miles away, but they'd be you know still on the piss. Another memory, another memory back from when you were saying about, when you said about memories of uh, holidays, um, yeah. and there was that first time when I went to Butlins in Filey, I must have been about seven or eight. And uh, we went to the sort of variety show thing in the big theatre as free for adults. And they had lights on the walls, like light bulbs with chalet numbers next to them. And it's, it had across the top, it had baby crying in chalet number, whatever. And basically, they'd have the red coats going round listening for babies crying in chalets. And then they would light up the bulb in the theatre so that the parent would know, oh, my baby's crying, we'll go back and see to it. And, and do you know what I mean? Like... Them, them Maddie McCann parents have been vilified for what they did. Yeah. They but it was the worried. norm. Yeah. It was literally the norm. Yeah. Oh, fucking weird, that. Right. I've just had a look. I've got to well, get on. Uh, sorry, I haven't finished that go memory. On. We're in this motel. Oh, God, God. And uh, um, my mum and dad went off. And as they were about to cross the road to go to the restaurant, because it was the other side of the road, they looked back and saw me. I'd got out of the room and I was running down the hotel corridor to try and follow them. And I was about to run out across the road, so... They had to take me back, but yeah, that was that was the memory I had there. Anyway. So, so you can actually remember that? Yeah, or but you, or, this so is the thing our Grace says, because um, our Eve says she can remember being a baby and shit like that, and our Grace says, no, you can't remember the memory. You just remember being told about stuff. Yeah, and, I so I mean, so, as far as I know, I was a toddler, but I mean, see, the thing is, though, I asked my mum about it, and she doesn't remember it. So it's like it's wonder it's like these flashes. I wonder whether or not, but the stuff that happened that long ago, you can't you can't trust. Yeah, whether or not it actually happened, you know, it might have been saw on a film or something. You know? I've been on the stage of Liverpool Empire with um, Little and Large. Have you really though? Yeah. Right. I a pantomime, and I, I would imagine you could go back to Liverpool Empire pantomime in the seventies. And little and large were on the pantomime one year, and I've never done that by the way. And it'd be interesting to go and do it. But apparently, yeah. they called up the kids to go on the stage, and I yeah. went up onto the stage, and I've got no memory of it at all. No, well, I've got a vague memory of. Um, do you remember a program called Opportunity Knox with Hugh? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I met him once because I did a picture, and he he he, he, sat, he did something at Roundy Park, I think, in Leeds. And he and he kind of spoke to me for a few seconds about this picture that I'd drawn or something, and I've got no fucking I, I vaguely remember it, but you know, doing it. Yeah, I mean, what is memories? Because the world was here before you were born, and yeah, you, you spend all life cataloguing all these memories into your brain. But every just, time, every time you recall a memory, you're changing it because you're adding your perception of that memory from wherever you are now yeah the and next then, time you recall it it will be coloured by what you were thinking the last time you accessed that memory that's fucking mental <laughs> this is a we'll all need a lie down after this I reckon <laughs> um, uh, what was the last movie you watched and what's your favourite of all time alright last movie I watched was Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves yeah any good yeah, I fucking loved it. It was. I, I thought I would enjoy it from the trailer. I thought, yeah, it looks like a laugh. I'll enjoy it. But actually, um, it was much better than I was expecting it to be. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. I think um, people are just a lot more picky now with what we go and watch in the cinema. I try as much as I can to to avoid hearing about stuff as well. Because yeah. like, you think, oh, yes, it's going to be brilliant, and then you get there, and it's like, well, it was okay. But you would have enjoyed it a lot more if it had just come out of the blue, you know. Because, I mean, obviously back then, the cinema was the only way you could consume films until the video shop had them in. Back and then, last week when I went to see Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> yeah, you know, back yeah. in the old days. And it, it, the way things now, progress. Yeah, yeah, now people are making decisions. You know, I mean, for me to take Guardians of the Galaxy, is coming out soon, mate, and yeah. I'm like... Can I afford the fucking hundred pound it's going to cost me to go and watch that film? Well, the only reason we went to see it 
was because we were in Aberdeen, me and Suzanne, and um, we were like, well, we're here now, we may as well, because we'd been out for the day with my daughter and, and that had been shorter than we were expecting. So we thought, like, well, we just stay in, you know, we can't be asked to cook when we get home. So, um, but I was actually like really pleased when I listened to Walking Movies and Nick um, seemed to really like it as well. It really pisses me off when he slates a movie that I've enjoyed. <laughs> Oh, it, it pisses me off that Nick's <laughs> opinion is right about everything. Do you know what, as well? I, I really want to know what he's got against Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe get him on as a guest on your show and just have a fucking four-hour chat with him because he's so far up his own ass get... with his own opinions. I'd never get a word in there. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, he doesn't have. Go on. You want to try sleeping with him? Um <laughs> What what's your sports team of choice? Hang on, no, you, I didn't tell you my favourite movie. Oh yeah, go on then. I forgot that bit. Um, I don't actually know, but I would have to say I, I always end up coming back to Back to the Future, the trilogy. But then whenever I watch, there is one film that whenever I watch it, I I suddenly remember how much I enjoyed it, and I think yeah, that was my favourite movie of all time. Um, and I always forget that it is when, when I haven't watched it for ages, and that's Moulin Rouge. Never seen it, never will. Never will? Yeah. It's fucking amazing, mate. It's oh, really good. I don't know. I've got to really, 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 really be in the mood to watch a musical or be tricked yeah, into watching I didn't a even know it was a musical when I we went to see it. And when it starts, it's just like, it's not it's not your standard musical. It's, it's like all the best songs from like the last sort of 30 40 years like woven into and i didn't even know you and mcgregor could sing until that point all right all right i'll i'll fucking look at it give it a fucking go but on a good one right what i mean right hamilton the the hamilton story for me is basically we were in new york uh, just before lockdown eve was into this this soundtrack hamilton um and, and whatnot, and we were able to go and visit his grave and everything while we were in New York, which was fucking mind-blowing. And then yeah. when the stage show came out on Disney+, Plus, it, it sort of got us through lockdown a little bit. You know, it was yeah. one of them things that it took our mind off shit. But yeah. I want to see Hamilton as a movie. Hamilton the musical yeah. done as a movie, not as a yeah. fucking stage show. i got, I got to say, when we went to see it on Broadway, I was... A, I mean, it was okay, but I didn't see what all the massive hype was about. I like the music, and yeah. you know, I just thought I mean, maybe if you're American, it would be more. Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know. Um, sports Good. team? Have you got one? Like, uh, I know you haven't really. Nah, not really. I mean, I did follow Liverpool for a little while, but I'm not following the way that you guys follow. I wouldn't have. Um, I mean, I follow, I follow. Nah, not really. I mean, I can't even be asked to follow GB in the Olympics. I watch the Olympics, but it's more to watch the Russian gymnasts than anything else. Yeah, same. <laughs> or the, the triple jumpers, or the pole vaulters, yeah. or the, that 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 camera angle for the long jump and the triple jump. To be yeah. fair, <laughs> yeah, and because they slow it right down as well. This yeah, is yeah, corner. Yeah. It's corner. Yeah. Um, What's the next question there? Oh yeah, right. So I'll change this one a little bit because you feel it'll be the same because they won't have changed. Yeah. What was the first CD album you bought? You must... Yeah. Oh, that's not fair. Okay. Um, I think it was. It was. It was. I probably bought two or three at the same time, and they were Phil Collins. Yeah. Um, it was either But Seriously or Face Value. Both fucking cracking albums were different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that book seriously, fuck me, that changed my life. Yeah, another day in paradise. But it, yeah. he, he just he ruined himself. I think Phil Collins just it was like a, a social services fucking advert. Every song, there's yeah. loads of poor people everywhere, and they're all dying, and you're a cunt. Yeah, I I do think he was he was fantastic in Genesis. I love Genesis, but yeah, yeah. But they used to sit. Yeah, but even their last, I remember their launch, uh, relaunch in the nineties when um, we can't dance. Come oh, out, I, I, I can't. I kind of stopped following him at that point. 
but that's a fucking phenomenal album. It's is an it? unbelievable album, yeah. But again, it's very, very preachy. I, well, I can't stand it, musicians telling me how to leave me life when they're, yeah. they're eating boiled fucking chicken and organic broccoli living in a mansion. <laughs> um, but my first one, and I was listening to it yesterday, was the Soup Dragons. Remember them? Oh, yeah. I had that single, uh, definitely single. Uh, um, and the, the album's called Love God, and oh, it's fucking boss, mate. It was the single they did. I think it was a Rolling Stones cover. Rolling, well, I only found out it was a Rolling Stones cover last year. I'm free. Is that what it's I'm free to do what I want. Yeah. Any old time. Yeah, Go and listen to the album. You love listening to new stuff. Go and yeah. listen to it. Fucking well, blow you your socks what? off. I, I nearly disappeared down this hole of like building like shed loads of playlists from album top lists from all like and I've stopped because I ended up down this autistic hole of like Elwing um, my youngest uh, for those who don't know you know um, yeah yeah had, had done this project where they've been like they got really into flags and then they did this like world government thing where they were using spreadsheets to like have like mock elections and shit and it's it took months of, of their life uh, and basically I, I started going down this route of building these playlists from all these top magazine lists you know that uh, there's a, a website called rocklist.net um and it's got like all the top like readers polls from like right back as far as the 1950s from like nme and kerrang and q magazine and all that and um but anyway i stopped myself because i thought i've lost two days to this and it's procrastination and i don't need work but i started using like a number randomizer to just pick a, a random album from some year's top list and I ended up coming across uh, a Dutch indie band called Betty Servit have you heard of them? Um, <laughs> no 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 um, and I listened to their album the other day and it was like fucking all this is really good so I've just started doing that just picking random albums out of these top lists I don't know where that was that was a tangent I've forgotten where it started uh, your first CD yeah, well, that was my first CD, but I was ready to answer my first um, my first record. I'd well, you like... answered that on the last episode that you were on, though, so it's not changed, has it? No, no. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it it is out the there. Same list of questions. You couldn't even get a new list. Yeah, same list of questions. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but the, the answer's different. Yeah. Have okay. you booked a holiday this year? And where no. did you go last year? Well, it depends. It depends what you mean by holiday. I haven't booked like a package or anything. We were going down south next week. No, we haven't booked a holiday. Well, you've, uh, you've had, you've had little, a couple of little weekends away. That's a holiday, isn't it? Yeah, we're going down to England next week and uh, London um, uh, to see my mum. And Ooh. I'm going on tour with my mum's choir in July to Bad Honneth in Germany. Oh, that'll be fucking boss, that mate. Yeah, it'll be a week of getting pissed and playing. German beer is the beer yeah. of choice. And the yeah. food and everything. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I, I think I've, I've, done, yeah, I've done that story, I think, on the last episode as well. About the West Side Story trip. Anyway, um, I do want to try and book something for me and the missus. Um, because, yeah. But the problem is, with wedding bookings being at weekends and with the school holidays up here being slightly a week off with each other, Basically, to cut a long story short, um, I've only got like for most of the year, I've only got like a six-day window. Um, October, yeah. I might manage a seven-day, but but so we might do like a short trip away or something. But um, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Trying to, you've got to try and do something. Yeah, I will. It'll just be last minute. Um, uh, sense sparkles, sense sparks. I mean, to be fair, you're literally in a you live in a holiday destination. Well, that's it. We have talked about because I when I've been up to Inverness for the week for that show, I've always thought you know we should just come here for the weekend or whatever, and said said that to Suzanne both times. She's been like, yeah, we should we could make it a stop off point for going across to the west coast or. You know, oh, mate, get yourself idea. up to the them lodges at John O'Groats, the fucking banging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I used to get over there delivering luggage, and it was fucking nice driving, mate, but. Um, yeah, but no, I'll probably find we'll probably find um, a gig that's on in some European city and use it as an excuse for a, a short break. 
and just like build a holiday around that or something. Um, either that or it'll be an all-inclusive seven days in October where we'll just like get a plane to Tenerife or something from Aberdeen. Oh, <laughs> go in a phone party, relive your youth. No, we'll sit by a hotel swimming pool reading books and listening to music. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds better to be honest. Uh, do you believe in God? No. In any, just believe in anything? Well, um, I think I believe in what other people, well, it's not belief because it's kind of, uh, it's, I think what some people call God, I, um, I just choose not to personify. It's the universe to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, what is your job? Oh, that's changed. Well, yeah, I did think about this one. My first instinct was to say musician, um, yeah. but that's not my job. That's who I am. Yeah, um, definitely. My job is I'm a school teacher. Which is absolutely phenomenal because you have to do all that training and everything through yeah. lockdown. And, yeah. And, I, and, and as an adult, it's fucking daunting that, mate, going back into the classroom to learn and stuff. Nah, yeah. Um, but I suppose it depends where you're coming from. I mean, all of that shit that I said about spending 10 years driving taxis, I went to some dark places during that yeah. time. And I didn't finish that story, actually. I spent five years with a bitch um, and stopped doing music altogether and ended up really fucking depressed. And that story about moving up here was yeah. basically at the end of that split up. We got engaged, me and this bitch, <laughs> um, and it all went to pot. But she still had the engagement cost about 800 quid and yeah. um, she paid for it at the time and when we um, split up she basically demanded the money for it back even though she still had the ring so um, I was like she, she was like sort of uh, you know you should give me the money for it because it's, it's been a waste and it's like well just sell the fucking ring um, it's like or, or split it half and half you know so, I don't know, I it wasn't split half enough because she paid for it. But anyway, basically what happened was, I just, to shut her up, I just wrote her a cheque for 800 quid. And then yeah. before she could cash it, I went and bought a computer. <laughs> so there was no money in the account, so it bounced. Um, and that was my first computer with which I got online and met my current wife in the Muse chat room. And um, three months later, we were married and she was pregnant. Boom. And that was 21 years ago. I've been with mine 30 years. Literally this this time period. Does it we go? And I'll we'll all be fucking dust soon. Yeah. Actually, uh, no, I've been see this um, primary school gig that I've been doing. It's a bit of a freelance thing. But anyway, there's a tortoise in this primary school classroom that I do a bit of teaching in that is yeah. three years old and we realised that that tortoise is going to be still alive in that probably in that school when we're all dead and buried even the kids probably because okay, they live to over 100 years old it's called Shrek Shrek the tortoise oh you should take, take a picture of Shrek the tortoise for your Instagram yeah uh, I don't is really he know is he, is he hibernating soon or he's uh, coming out of hibernation I don't know it just sits in a box eating grass Oh. <laughs> the life in it. It's a fucking life led. Hundred years of that. Fucking hell, it's oh, mental. <laughs> uh, who do you admire the most? Ah, oh, see, first thing I thought was me, but no. Um, <laughs> that's that's kind of. I think that's false modesty. That is it? no, it's not, not even modesty, is it? It's like a. It's a mirror of what the actual. It's a. It's an inferiority complex um, compensation mechanism. <laughs> yes. you follow that um, who do I admire the most probably I mean I'll just think about it but probably Keanu Reeves yeah he's um, a nice fella isn't he just there um, he just goes on the tube and he buys people's shit and that uh, but, well see that's a difficult one though the most is uh, that's a fucking difficult one um I don't, I don't really have an answer for that. Uh, well, actually, no. I mean, you can always find a family member, can't you? I mean, I'm pretty pretty in awe of my mum and what she's been through and, and helped us through and put up with and and 
achieved. You know? um, yeah. 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 Be. yeah. I wish I, well, I don't wish I see me, Mark, because she's a fucking rat, but horrible fucking bitch. Well, but my granddad, on the other hand, I'd have been yeah. back in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah. Right, so you're, you're getting put to death. Or the mm. world's ending. Yeah. You've just got time for one last meal. And you've got everything is in the freezer. It, it, well, it, you don't even have to cook it. It's just going to be given to you. So oh. what is your last meal on here? Oh, you're talking about the actual food. I was thinking of a particular place. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you can go to the place <laughs> to have the food. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a ribeye steak anyway. Um, but, but where would they be then? Probably with cheesy mash if they do it. Um, that sounds like actually... a 70s band. <laughs> they used to do they used to do this at um, TGI Fridays with cheesy mash and they did like a wedge which was a, basically a quarter of an iceberg lettuce with blue cheese sauce on it. Um, but they don't do that bit anymore. Anyway, um, I thought with this one it would be easy to pick something that you've already done. Um, but I suppose I would like to kind of change it up a little bit. Basically, it would be California Joe when the fireworks were on with the kids and the and the missus. Yeah. Um, but we did when we did it. It was um, the Halloween fireworks. So I would have to say, make it Christmas this time. And so right during that meal, a California yeah. Grill with your kids and the missus and the yeah. fireworks and the ribeye yeah. steak and the cheesy yeah. mash. Yeah. Do you all know it's your last meal on air? Is it your last last no. meal on air, or is it everyone's last meal on air? Um, just mine. So when you come out of that, right, out of the, the restaurant, are you just going to die in your bed, or do you get into a different lift that um, takes you off to the chair or a lethal injection or whatever? And the family are blissfully unaware. What well, I mean, it's a fucking, it's a horrible question in so many. I would, that... I would say back to the wherever, whichever resort we're at, and just die peacefully in bed because I wouldn't want the memory of that last meal to be tainted for the for the kids and the family. But that last night in bed is tainted for the wife. Yeah, but they would always know that it wasn't like. Um, you know, I wasn't aware of it, and it was just like, you know, they would always know that I went in a peaceful. Because when you when you somebody dies, you kind of struggle with how they went, don't you? I mean, like when my granddad died, he had had emphysema for ten years, so he'd been gasping and wheezing and struggling for breath, um, and he ended up dying of cancer. But it's like, but if somebody goes peacefully in their sleep, and you know they've just done something that they absolutely loved doing yeah. it's like yeah that was a, a nice we scene. um in lanzarote in 1994 which was our first foreign holiday together mm. we're at the pool every day like you do on them holidays yeah and there was a big fat fella with a gorgeous wife yeah. and seeing him every day he was having lolly ices and stuff and a beer or whatever and She'd just be, you know, in a fucking bikini, gorgeous, just going in the pool, sunbathing, whatever. And then yeah. on the last morning, as we're sitting there waiting with our cases to get picked up by the bus to take it to the airport, she literally come running into the lobby yeah. naked with a bed sheet wrapped around her. <laughs> yeah. Screaming hysterical. And um, her husband was dead. That's literally what happens at the beginning of Private Benjamin, isn't it? Uh, is it? Yeah, Private Benjamin, uh, what's her name? Goldie Horn. She's just got married and she's shagging her new husband and he, he has a heart attack while she's on top of him or something. Well, I don't know if this is a false memory. I certainly remember seeing the ambulance, but I, I don't know if I've embellished it like we've talked about earlier, where you yeah. add a little bit or stuff goes through a filter or whatever. But like the body was wheeled out with a sheet over him. I, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Kerry will be able to tell me whether it was true or not. But... Was there like yeah. a temple? Or... Yeah. <laughs> well, he was too fat for the temple. It's just more like a hill. A hill <laughs> in my head, anyway. So I've just changed that memory again now in my head. <laughs> oh, 
that's a that's a cracking meal, though, isn't it? That's a cracking meal. I mean, yeah. twelve dollars a pint in fucking California Grill. So, well, I was on the dining plan, so I got the most expensive bottle of wine, or expensive glass of wine. Uh, and obviously, because I was the only one drinking, I had the the wife's as well. Um, but I don't know about the dessert. That would be a. Well, what's your best dessert in the whole world? Spotted dick and custard. I don't know. Um, Crème brûlée. 70s pop band. You know, I'm a bit boring. I'm a, I'm a bit of a sucker for a, a warm cookie dough sandwich type thing. Ice cream yeah, sandwich, yeah. warm cookie dough. Some, but yeah, yeah. white chocolate and salted caramel syrup. Dirty oh, boy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, right, go ahead then. At this point, my train is due in about six minutes. Oh. Yeah. So we've been talking for 45 minutes. So, what question are you going to ask me? Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, <clears throat> I should have thought of this beforehand. Um, uh, what question am I going to ask you? Um, if you could trade in, or if you'd never met your wife, yeah. so it wasn't a question of trading in, but if you could pick any celebrity or famous person or anyone else on the entire planet that you would like to fuck it shag Mary kill <laughs> okay three of them shag Mary kill who would you shag uh, I'm all the famous women yep Rachel out of friends oh yeah yeah so shag her yep. you the marry yeah Oh my god. I mean all celebrity women are they're never in long <laughs> long length marriages, are they? No. But uh, oh dearie me. I mean it just goes back so many women out there. <laughs> and I, I, I do, as you get older, I don't know what the names are anymore. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm watching Yellow Jackets at the moment, so I'd probably marry one of them, but they they meet their own mates, so yeah, uh, it'd probably be Monica out of friends. I don't know because yeah. yeah. she'd clean up. I knew it was a kill. <laughs> hey, kill. It, yeah, she's already dead. Who, who's but that? Margaret Thatcher. Oh right, yeah, yeah. We well, could kill her again. Yeah, I mean, we'd have, we'd, have, we'd have literally, you know, we had bonfire day because of um, Guy Fawkes. Yeah. If the IRA had, had succeeded in, Bright, in the Brighton bombing and brought down the Tory government, we'd be celebrating that day, wouldn't we? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to say there's still time, but no. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think they're, they're making a comeback, aren't they, the old IRA? No, I'm be surprised, yeah. Yeah, because the way the fucking Tories are mistreating Ireland at the moment. Fucking hell, mate. No, they're mistreating everyone. Yeah, yeah especially. Yeah. Anyway, I don't yeah, want to make so, you late for your train, so you're going to... Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll wrap it up. Thank you very much for being my first victim. Victim? Uh, back, yes, victim, uh, on this relaunched podcast. Oh, <coughs> okay. Um, you're welcome. It's been a, an absolute pleasure. I'll put, a, I'll put your shows in the show notes. So Thank you very much. And find you. So the, the 20 people that listen to me can go and listen to you, and you might get 40 listeners. We better do another one then. Yeah, but no, I absolutely adore your show, mate. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> you, if people went to the very start of your shows to that where you are now, yeah, some dark episodes because you are you do go through some shit in the last few years. Yeah, you know, and um, where you are now is absolutely brilliant. You know, I'll, it, I'll keep, people, keep doing it and hopefully I won't go down those uh, dark alleyways again but you never know yeah oh, well I mean it's life it's just called life yeah. isn't it somebody's but, gonna somebody's gonna die at some point and I'll be recovering from that and all sorts of shit so. well yeah <laughs> and no one in the podcast world has died yet have they someone said that See, how would you know I mean I suppose you'd find out like well if Nick was dead we'd know yeah 
Yeah. Fucking hell, he took out a thousand billboards when he was autistic, so we'd know <laughs> he's fucking dead, wouldn't we? Because it'd be this, there'd be an aeroplane flying over Walt Disney World, spelling out Nick is dead. A thousand billboards in Epping. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Right, you know at the end of this podcast, don't you? Do you remember? I do. Yeah. Go on, you can say it then. It's, it's your fucking bench, though. This is a, all right. Uh, all right, get off my fucking bench. Alright all, I'm Phil with Simon and Joe and we are the new improved podcast HHE. What does that stand for? Halloween Horror Events. Phil, you are correct. We talk about Halloween events in the UK and the US. In the UK, we talk mainly about Tully Shot Oberfest, Scursity Experience and many others. Also in America, it's Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando and Hollywood and other events around the area. Over to you, Joe. And don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also see our ugly faces on YouTube, so please hit that subscribe button. Thank you. Is your history with Halloween Horror Nights? As all, uh, should, we, should we say haunts events in general? For a few well, seconds, I thought you was going to say his hist- what was his web browser history, and I was saying, no, we don't bring that up on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to know. <laughs> the was Ghostbusters. Um, not, not a bad house to go through for your first one. No, mate, it's still my favourite. I know it wasn't scary, but it's, it's Ghostbusters, isn't it? You know, it's uh, it took me back to my yeah. childhood. I don't watch this one on YouTube because I pulled a T-shirt off and it pulled the other T-shirt up and I've got man boobs. You don't want to see that. <laughs> Three nipples. <laughs> a total recall. Oh, I'll that every night. <laughs> Oh, that'd be a good oh, house. Wow. Total recall. Only if we get the free boobies. Yeah. <laughs> Scarcity experience. Looks fit to me. Uh, and this is obviously going to be outdated when you see it, but tickets are now on sale for 2023. Is, is we still got a VCR player? No, but I could have found someone who has. My Nancy loves. She's 94 years you. old. She's 94 right, years old, mate. She's probably still got a Betamax one, whatever they were called back in the day. <laughs> I just want to say... I'm not saying my nan's old, but she has a she has a wind up fucking vibrator. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Did you wind it up for her? <laughs> uh,